This Daytona 500 Underdog Fantasy Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em for a chance to win 100x. Promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by, well, us. Enter our free Daytona 500 contest for a chance to win $100 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Oh, and hello. Welcome to another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez. Daytona continues, ladies and gentlemen. And Preston already in the chat saying, did I make it in time to follow the super speedway commandant of fading Kyle Larson? You sure have, Preston. Thank you and welcome to, for joining the show. Cody, want to check in with Cody, not you, Cody. This Cody, Cody Bennett in Great, the chat. Hey, first of all, Cody. Great name. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, absolutely. And and first, and thank you for being like way early into the chat. You were the yeah. first one, two hours early. Underdog is one of my favorite apps used for NASCAR. Just wish we had more than finishing positions to choose from. 100% agree I, with you on that I one. I think, so they started uh, last year with F1. There was a little bit of fantasy points in there. We've seen that with the football and stuff now. So I think we might be trending towards getting some other options besides just the, the finishing uh, positions. So stay tuned. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. Yep. And, Brian, and, yeah. Brian in the chat trying to defend uh, defend Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson was in line for a top five finish before getting hooked on the last lap. And that is the point, Brian. Throughout the entire race, Kyle Larson is going to look like a superstar stud until he doesn't. He's still one for, what is it? One for 41 on super speedways, getting a top five finish. He always looks good and he always gets caught up in it. That's why. The commandment of super speedways remains to fade Kyle Larson, which, you know, not to spoil the whole show, but we might talk about that in a little bit as we get into our underdog picks here. <laughs> All I'm saying is that there is a reason that it is a rule and not uh, not not a rule. So, uh, and for those of you watching on YouTube, you may notice uh, our fancy new digs. Uh, so I just decided it was time for freshening up the image. Third season, second season in our home at YouTube, but I figured we might as well give it a brand new look and uh, have some fun with it. So let us know if you like it in the comments and all that other good stuff. But uh, for those of you listening on the traditional podcast, sorry, you're stuck with the same old us talking at you, which I hope you've grown to love and grown to appreciate over the course of the last three seasons. Today, we venture into our underdog fantasy picks for the Daytona 500. Uh, we're kind of we moved everything up about a day, really, because the books were uh, a little bit uh, not giving us Xfinity odds. But lo and behold, Cody, uh, just as we were about to go on, you for sure uh, clicked the other tab over there on Caesars and found a, a whole new chest of toys for us to play with uh, next next uh, tomorrow. Yes, we had an entire conversation about uh, you know what are we going to do if Xfinity odds aren't out tomorrow. You know, how are we going to schedule the show? We don't really want to move DFS up because we wanted to wait for the lineup. All right, you know, we're going to have to have a Saturday show instead. And then I click the other tab on Caesars and boom, full slate of Xfinity stuff is out over there. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Xfinity on. So we could have done it today, but that's okay. Ah. We didn't have, they just came out. So we wouldn't have had time to do the, the proper research, check the odds out fully. So we'll be back tomorrow with the Xfinity series picks, but underdog is a lot of fun. 
we always have a good time with this and uh bit of a different way at least i haven't seen your picks yet i haven't looked i've been been busy this afternoon but i'm excited to see i've got a little bit of a different strategy for underdog this week well and then for those of you who are not on underdog yet please take advantage of that use the promo code race sgpn listen I, I don't pander very much. I don't necessarily want to beg you guys to do things for us. But I got to tell you, there is a big carrot out there in the company for the folks, uh, the show that have the most underdog signups. And I got to tell you, we are not far off from the top of the list. So if you guys go sign up for underdog, use code race SGPN. I'm telling you right now, they're keeping count and there's a, like I said, there's a nice carrot for us at the end of that. Rod, if they go and sign up at, uh, at Underdog using the code race SGPN, take a screenshot, send it to us uh, in the Discord, DM one of us, whatever the case may be. We're going to keep track of everyone's entries. If we win that prize at the end of the month, we'll, uh, there'll be some big giveaway stuff. We'll have some swag to give out and, and stuff to your new users. So seriously, if you're not on it, I mean, they are a sponsor, which is great, and, and they're supporting us, but it's a great app to use anyways. Uh, it's got NASCAR on there, and that's what we love. And all three series, too. Right now, they've only got the Cup Series stuff up there, but they'll have Xfinity. They'll have Truck Series stuff as well. They do F1 also. And you've got football, obviously, during football season. You've got MLB and basketball and everything. I've already been doing best ball drafts for next year, Rod, uh, for NFL. I'm currently in a slow draft now. I've done a couple of fast drafts as well. So uh, it scratches that, that need to draft itch that you can have all year round. Uh, underdog is just it's a great app overall so not only are they a good sponsor and, and a good partner with us but it's actually just an amazing platform and i use it all the time so golf is on there you got you got all the the whole shebang of things fighting whatever you're into so and if you're not familiar with it obviously uh underdog gives you the nascar drivers they give you a finishing position and before it was you you had to fit you had to pick higher or lower than and then it left you scratching your head as to wait does that mean that you want the higher number or the higher finishing position not i'm not quite sure so because underdog listened and was intuitive they gave us better than or worse than. So that makes it a whole lot more simple. You either pick better than or worse than the finishing position. Do they finish better than? Do they finish in the, you know, whatever? If it's a seventh place, do they finish in sixth or better? Or if it's uh, worse than, then is it seventh or eighth or worse? So the, uh, Denny Hamlin's podcast on Monday, the uh, Actions Detrimental, they had a similar conversation. They were trying to pick, you know, drivers where they finished last season and the points to where they would finish this year. And somebody said, uh, you know, higher than, than he's going to finish higher. And Denny's like, what does that mean? He's going to finish better or he's going to finish worse. And so they had a whole conversation about it. So I was like, hey, we had this conversation last year when it came to the underdog thing. So I'm glad they cleaned up the language for us. And uh, yeah, I love those guys over there. Hey, words matter, right? Just like commas matter in that, you know, let's eat grandma or let's eat grandma, right? There's there's <laughs> that saying. It's It holds true. Language does matter. So uh, speaking of, of language, let's get back to the chat real quick before we head off to our break. It says, Preston says it's not F1. It's still race cars. He still loves it. Loves cashing bet with the boys. Indeed. We love yes, cashing thanks, bets thanks too. Thanks for hanging out with us, Preston. We appreciate it. You already learned. He knows the, knows the super speedway commandments. So already learning the NASCAR side of things. You got to start him early. Dos Flacos in the chat right. saying cheers, cheers, boys. Dos Flacos. And Justin checking in with us. The new, uh, the new digs. So. Uh, all right. Well, we got news to get to. We'll be talking about some, uh, there's actually stuff to a little bit of stuff to talk about, not a whole yeah. lot. Um, so we will do that in just a second, but first let me remind you, actually, I feel like Cody, I feel like you should do this one, but I'll, I'll oh, do it because it's, well, you should do it because I don't have the ad reads pulled up. All right, fine. Rev up those <laughs> actually here. I can, I can do it. I, have it. I'm, I was that quick. Luckily, oh, good, I wrote good job. It, so all right, all you buddy, I, uh, I have it. All right, here we go. Rev up those engines. NASCAR is back. Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Rod Gomez and Cody Z. What a cool name. Uh, <laughs> have you covered for all things NASCAR and racing, from trucks to cup, IndyCar to F1. This show gives you the drivers to watch the most profitable picks for the weekend of racing. Enter their free Daytona 500 contest. All you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube page. Guess the winner of the Daytona 500, uh, which is a race anyone can win. Go to sg.pn slash NASCAR contest. There's actually another link too. I don't have that one in front of me, but <laughs> to enter. Uh, so yeah, that is our uh, that's our our nice Daytona 500 giveaway. It's free, hundred dollar 
get a prize and a hundred dollar gift card to the merch store uh, on the line. So uh, yeah, go go enter again. Free free stuff for you. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NBA, NHL, and college baseball, and of course, or college basketball rather, and of course, NASCAR. Simply pick better than or worse than or higher or lower, whichever the language is on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays. Hang tight. We're about to give you all of our favorite underdog pick and plays for the Daytona 500. So watch along. Make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with that promo code RACESGPN, not only will Underdog double your first deposit of up to $100, but the more you do it, the better off our show is and the more we get that carrot and then you get that swag. So go sign up right now. Use promo code RACESGPN. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code RACESGPN. Guys, I'm honestly, I'm... I'm Getting Cody ready for the day when I just uh, I have to go away for whatever reason. When when Sports Center calls and and takes Rod, uh, yeah, please. That that was still a little smoother than the couple times that I've hosted in the ad reads. <laughs> it's never been great, but that's okay. We do have Rod, some uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, the candidates have been announced. The way that NASCAR does it these days is basically you apply to be a rookie in the in the series based on number of factors. You know, it used to be. If there was only five, uh, I think if you had more than five starts, you weren't eligible, whatever. The rules have changed a lot over the years. But now, basically, you apply to NASCAR. Last year, we saw it with Ty Gibbs. He finished out the season, had, what, 13 starts, I think, at the end of the season, filling in for an injured Kurt Busch. Was still eligible to be the rookie of the year last year. Um, so rookies have been announced for all three series. Um, we'll go over them quick and maybe toss out which one we think wins, I suppose. Um, so in the truck series, it's going to be... Uh, I should have probably looked at their actual names. C. Jones, I think it's Chandler Jones, um, is the guy that's running for uh, Thor Sport uh, over there. Thad Moffat, of course, Richard Petty's grandson. We talked about them adding that team and Lane Riggs in the 38 truck, replacing um, Zane Smith, of course, in that, that front row entry. Um, that, is, that is your rookie class for the truck series this season. Oh, I mean, listen, Thad's probably got this, right? He's in the better equipment, <laughs> in my opinion. He, what do we talk about? The fact that he was the, uh, uh, the grandson of, um, yeah, why, why are we Petty. Richard Petty? So that, that tells me right there, he is, he's got the pedigree. Equipment is, I mean, we'll see on the equipment. Technically we don't know about the equipment, but, uh, I don't know. I don't think the equipment's going to be there. So this is an easy lane rigs for me. I mean, Dude is uber talented, and he's in one of the best trucks for years at this point. Uh, so I think it's probably won't be too much of a race. Maybe Jones has a little something for him. We've seen Jones ran part-time last season for Thor Sport. Did all right, um, but uh, I don't know that that he's going to have enough for, for Riggs. Based on Riggs' talent and the truck he's in, should easily walk away with this. Yeah, I mean, you, you've already... Uh, touted Lane Riggs even last season when we were talking about him for a couple of times in, in the races that he was in. So, yeah, I, I mean, whatever. I, I, this one this one doesn't excite me nearly as much as some of the other ones because the truck series, we know people come and go. And so it's, yeah. it's not, yeah. All right, your biggest class is going to be here in Xfinity Series. Dawson Cram, Haley Deegan, Leland Honeyman, Jesse Love. And Jesus himself, Shane Van Gisbergen, all racing for the Rookie of the Year. Rod, what's your thoughts on this one? Shane Van Ginsburg, SVG. SV, no, I'm just kidding. It's it's definitely not SVG. Please don't please don't uh, waste any of your bets I, on that one. Uh, okay, actually, I will make an argument for him in a moment. Uh, why? Okay, fine. <laughs> so here's what I think. I think it's going to be Jesse Love uh, because we've already talked about him over the course of the season. We think he's going to make a, a pretty big impact on the on the Xfinity series. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Jesse Love's going to be it. I feel like any one of these folks could make... I, Haley Deegan may be the, maybe the least of it, but... Uh, I, no, I'd say Haley's probably third on the list. I mean, Cram, you're not expecting much from. Honey, no. I don't expect much from. Haley, I think, is going to have an okay season. Uh, she'll probably run 15th to 20th most weeks if she can keep things clean. Uh, when it comes to Love and, and Van Gisberg, and I think these are the two like clear-cut leaders in the in the clubhouse, I think if it ends up being neither of these guys make the playoffs, you know, we get to the end of the season, I think that Love will will probably better SVG just because 
he's going to have the advantage of knowing how to race the ovals. He's been on super speedways before all this stuff. Uh, the argument to be made for SVG, if he wins one of these road courses, if he wins the Chicago street course, gets into the playoffs and nobody else does, then he, he basically walks away with it by default. So I think that possibility is out there. Uh, I think if none of these guys make the playoffs, which is probably the more likely scenario, I think Jesse Love will, uh, will take Van Gisbergen out, but those road courses, I mean, he should be competitive on the road courses for sure, and then he's going to have the advantage at the Chicago street course. He's still going to have to beat guys like AJ. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's the argument that can be made for him. At least. Yeah, but the thing about it is for me, too, is that when you face a, a – let's use a football analogy. When you face a, football, a, a backup quarterback that you didn't spend time studying, they're going to surprise you. They're going to jump out and give you some stuff you hadn't seen before. That's not the case anymore with SVG. They've seen him. They got him on tape. Now they can watch what he does. They can watch how he's how he performs. And I mean, this is a sport that that thrives itself on learning from watching. And and I don't know that he's got the edge anymore. I think he's going to get swallowed up. He's going to take another year to catch up where the rest of everybody is. And yeah, I, I again, will he I do think, good in places? Sure, but yeah, I think he'll be competitive at road courses in Xfinity because. The talent, although there's a lot of good Xfinity road course guys right now. I mean, Sam Mayer, AJ Allmendinger, obviously. There's some other guys that are pretty good too. But I think he'll he'll at least be competitive in those races. In the Cup Series, we saw it right. Race Watkins Glen, he wasn't competitive, top ten or whatever it was, but nothing crazy good, right? And that's kind of what we expected. I, I think it'll be similar to that in the Cup Series races this season. He's not going to have the edge that he had in Chicago last year. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Again, argument can be made. Cup Series rookies. We've got four of them this season, so that'll be a nice little battle. Josh Berry takes over the number four car. Kaz Grala um, is going to be... Is Grala running... Isn't Grala running part-time for Rick Ware? I don't... That's So I don't know he's... He shouldn't be whatever. eligible. Well, I mean, he, you can be eligible. You don't have to run... De- technically, you don't have to run the full schedule to be eligible. Um, so he must be running enough races where we might as well throw my name in the hat, I guess, basically. And maybe he's going to be just running for for points. Uh, well, it says a majority. The, so depending yeah. on what a he's going to be running is, a lot, but twenty five starts is what the official. Yeah. So and like Corey Heim won the Truck Series Rookie of the Year a couple of years ago. Only started sixteen of the races. Won two of them. There wasn't much other competition, but likely not going to be Grala anyways. Um, and then Carson Hosovar and Zane Smith, teammates of course, over in the Spire camp. Um, so yeah, really kind of a three horse race with Barry Hosovar and Smith. What say you, Rod? I I think I have to give the nod to Hosevar. I only well, I mean, Ooh, you know, I love you know, I love Zane Smith. You know, I love Josh Berry. Uh, but I I think Josh Berry in the four, yeah. But I don't know that he's going to sustain success all throughout the whole season, right? I mean, this is this is kind of a big jump. Uh, Hosevar got his feet wet a little more last year in that forty-two, right? And he was actually showing that he could hang with the dogs. Uh, in that camp as well. And then Zane Smith is a total wild card, in my opinion. Like, we know that he's a great truck driver. Haven't seen too much of him in the higher levels to to say that he's going to do better than either one of those guys. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, it really it could be a toss-up. Barry should kind of have the advantage because SHR, but it's also SHR. So, I don't, you know, it's hard to know what you're going to get out of those guys. You know, as Childress... Uh, you know, or Rodney Childers, does he really make a huge difference for Barry? I don't know. It'll be interesting. The thing with Zane Smith, he does have that. He's going to be in the track house meetings. You wonder what extra little bump he's got because he's a track house driver on lease. I don't know. Um, but Hosovar, like you said, he filled in in a couple races last season and, and was pretty good. So I think this will actually be a, a fairly decent rookie battle, which is, you know, we haven't really had great rookie battles lately. I mean, Gibbs and Gregson last year wasn't really competitive, and then Gregson, of course, missed the end of the season. You had like Cindric and Burton a couple of years ago. That wasn't really anywhere close. Um, so, yeah, maybe this will at least be somewhat exciting. Two guys in the same camp, and, and then Barry, I think. And uh, we'll see. This is kind of, you know, we'll see how much of a step Spire takes, right, which we're kind of expecting too. So I think it will be a, a solid battle. Preston did say, uh, is that a display case of die-cast cars in the back? Used to have travel cases full of them, special schemes for Bush and Cup Series at the time. Yes, I've got. So over here, this is a whole case full of 164s. On this shelf, there's a bunch. I got a bunch of IndyCar F1 cars up here. These are all my Menards cars. Menards is my favorite sponsor paint scheme. I love them. And then on this shelf over here, 
whatever <laughs> this <laughs> there's like a, this is all chase elliott's cars i think this is all bill elliott cars and then i've got a bunch of 124s on, on there so yeah lots of die casts love love the die cast game it's a lot of fun you can't see mine they're over here they're all on this bookshelf over here. We've already talked about it before. My room does not lend itself to put anything behind it's, uh, me. It's good to see that the 49ers uh, license plate still hanging behind there. Rod was not sad enough that he had to take it down. So I'm not going to. No, I, I hate these people that are like, I'm done. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't ever want to watch these see, guys. Again. I did see the uh, the Shanahan uh, Andy Reid comparison today as far as you know, Andy Reid lost like two or three NFC championships, and he lost the Super Bowl, and now look what he's done. So, you know, just got to give Shanahan some more time to figure out how to stop choking. I'm not worried about it. We'll get there. We'll get back there. Um, speaking of getting back there, we'll get back to talking Daytona 500. <laughs> Chris, Chris says you have nice closet doors. Thank so. you, Chris. <laughs> I, you know, I try to, I strive to keep them nice and white for you guys so that there's no actual, you know, anything. So, um, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, that's, that's just the way this thing works. I'm, I bought, okay, hang on. So <laughs> if you're listening on the, on the podcast, this part's probably a little boring. You need to go, go check out the YouTube page for sure. Yeah. But, uh, sorry. Rod, this is, this is kind of a visual heavy. I bought two more signs for the top of it. So we'll see how that Ooh, works. I like the NASCAR sign. Yeah. That looks nice. We're going to, we're going to put those up later on. So, uh, I'm, I'm working on it guys. I'm working on it. Right. I'm working with what I'm giving. It's, it's all I can do to to keep up with Cody. <laughs> also for Nick, uh, how did the Patriots do this season? Actually, not really that much worse than the San Francisco 49ers. We also didn't win the Super Bowl, oh. and we got a better draft pick. So really, you could say that our season worked out a little better. Plus, we got six Super Bowls recently. So I don't know if you heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The interlude's over. We're coming back with more Daytona. <laughs> but first, let me tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season, rather, with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for player props and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by the expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So, as we said in the outset, we are going to give you our Daytona 500 underdog fantasy picks. So, basically, all we're doing is we are going off of the finishing position that they have listed for, yes, an underdog in, picking whether or not the driver is going to finish better than or worse than that position. Each of us will give you three picks for a total of six. You may choose one. You may choose all. You may choose none. I mean, I think it's up to five, so you have to leave one off, so... Uh, whichever one you don't like the most, uh, definitely leave that one off. But yeah, Cody and I have selected our three favorite for this slate. And uh, I think it's time to to give it to them. Cody, what do you say? Let's do it, Rod. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm just, it's really taking me a long time to find this guy on the list. I got to keep scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a little rude, but also true because it's it's actually true. So. Uh, that's just how it goes. But all right, I'm going to start off with Kyle Larson uh, to go back to to Preston's comment early. Did he make it in time to follow the Super Speedway commandment of fading Kyle Larson? Again, if you're new to this program and you're a Kyle Larson fan, I like Kyle Larson. I actually have a Chase Elliott shirt on right now. Big Hendrick fan. Kyle Larson is an amazing driver. Uh, you know, he's one of the best in the world. And anything he gets into on any track he gets into except for super speedways because he sucks uh and that's just how it is and and you know like uh like brian said earlier larson you know he's in the top five i think at the end of regulation even last year he was having a great run but he always gets caught up in it even if it's at the last minute more times than he doesn't underdog has his uh better or worse than listed at 8.5 for me this is an easier worse than you're going to notice a little bit of a trend on my picks today um, you know, usually we try and look at the bright side. You try and find the guys you want to go better than, right? But when it comes to super speedway, it's a lot tougher to take the better thans because so many things can happen. The wrecks take people out. Um, you know, and, and we're gonna have bets on people to get in the top three and the top five and stuff, but you're not generally taking the favorites for that kind of stuff because the numbers aren't great. 
So you're more looking to fade a lot of guys. So Kyle Larson, worse than 8.5. I mentioned it earlier, Rod, but 41 career Cup Series Super Speedway start. One time he has finished inside of the top five. When I said I was scrolling to find his name, um, driver averages has their average finish listed on the track since 2001. Uh, Kyle Larson is 45th. Now, keep in mind, there's only 36 chartered cars. There's only about 32 full-time cars. Uh, he is 45th on the list of average finish at Daytona. 24.0 is his average finish. Rather giving it to us at eight and a half, and on average, he finishes 24th. Uh, what? But so let's look back. Let's look back and see how he's done at Daytona here recently. In August, he was 27th. Last February, he did finish 18th, which is fine, but it's not inside the top eight. Um, you know, August of 22, uh, 37th. The 22 Daytona 500, 32nd. Uh, you go back to 21, 20th, and 10th. Uh, you go back to 2020, 10th, and 4th. Uh, nope, that was a dual race. 10th and uh, 20th. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on. I'm, let me find the last time he finished inside the top eight at, at Daytona. Um, I mean, we got three hours. We don't care. Yeah. I, I don't know how long you have. Oh, 2016 Daytona 500. He did finish in seventh place. Oh wait. In 20. Yeah. 2016. Okay. Twice in 2016, he finished inside the top eight. So there is that if you want to go all the way back to 2016 to find out the last time he finished in the top eight, but like that just makes the point so much. And I get it. It's so weird because you're not going to see Kyle Larson on a non-super speedway. Kyle Larson is never going to be anywhere close to eight. He's going to be at 2.5, 3.5, 1.5 some places maybe. He's one of the best drivers in the entire world, but he sucks at super speedways, and he's not good at Daytona. And and again, he'll be having a good race, but he just he doesn't have that feel for how to, to navigate the super speedway traffic or, or the accidents or whatever it is, and self-admittedly, he doesn't like them. He's never been good at them. And you just you have to to keep fading that until we see otherwise. And he, again, like I mentioned yesterday on the betting episode, even if he burns me and wins a Daytona 500, it's going to be awesome to see. Congratulations to him. I will be in no way, shape, or form sad that I didn't have action on him or, or that I didn't have the, the better than on him on this because his history is so bad, and we've got a big enough sample of it. You've got to continue to fade it going to make you money more times than it's not uh you know if you'd have played this at every daytona race since 2016 you'd have cashed so uh it seems pretty pretty simple to me um let's take kyle larson worse than 8.5 chris says i know you would find a way to shit on larson uh would have won dega if Corey didn't crash him but what is what is the key part of this sentence let's break down your sentence here uh if he didn't get crashed I know you want to blame Corey LaJoy, and that's fine. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who crashed him because he got cra He gets crashed every time. That's just how it works, and uh, it's it's sad, but he always finds his way to be in there. So we're gonna make money on fading him uh, until he suddenly goes on a super speedway tear. Yeah, and again, it's not that we don't think he's talented, and in fact, the whole championship thing too. I mean, yeah, we didn't pick him as a championship, but again, it's the odds. We're playing the odds right now, and if you want to, that's fine. Go ahead and take a gamble on Larson. We're not saying he's going to be bad. We're just saying he's going to be bad this week. <laughs> and there's going to be plenty of times we're going to bet on him this oh, season. You're going to get to points. There's going to be spots where, even though he's the favorite, you know, all signs point to him, or you're going to get a deal on him somewhere that's not a super speedway, and you're going to take it. Um, but it's it's tough when you're the top. When you're the top team and you're the top guy and, and the odds always have you that way. And this is a great opportunity. You know, there's not really a way to bet. You can bet against him head-to-head -head market, right? But then you have to count on another driver to do well. This is a great place to get in on the action of he's not going to finish top eight because he never does it. Uh, and, and so, you know, I don't want to say it's your free square, but it's the closest thing you're going to get. Well, I'm going to pick a driver to finish inside of the top eight, actually finish inside of the top eight, and that's Kyle Busch. Uh, his is set at eight and a half, and I think he's going to get better than eight and a half. This is more just because I again this is this is he's in the eight car. He's done this once of twice that he was in the eight car. But let's look back at the Daytona 500 of last season, right? His first race in the Daytona 500 in that eight car had to go to the back of the of the pack, right? He had a backup car in that race, so he started in the back, got caught up in a wreck on lap 119. He had a very terrible day. Still finished in 19th position. 
at the end of that, right? I mean, he started dead last, 36th, marched his way up to 19th, even in the midst of uh, a, a very terrible day in that he was actually leading six laps there from 197 to 202. So he went from the back to the front. And, and I mean, I don't know how much more of a, of a whatever you need on that one, but you know, and then he got caught up in a, in a wreck in the last part of that uh, race on lap 212 as well to kind of kill his position. So I think Kyle Busch in that eight car has a very real possibility of being inside of the top eight. Like I said, he was seventh place in the fall, so he managed to actually get up there as well, uh, but just didn't have good luck in the in the uh, Daytona 500 last year. He did have a sixth place finish in the 2022 Daytona 500 in the 18 car, led 28 laps that day. Um, all told, look, it, it's not really the greatest of stats for him on these super speedways. 37 starts, eight top fives, 12 top tens. His average finish is 18.7. But again, I think this is an opportunity for Kyle Busch to take that eight car and run with it. We know how good, uh, these children's cars are. He's got some, he's got some allies here and there with the Chevy camp, right? So, uh, you can lean on it there as well. And, and he's just a good instinctual driver. And, and I think that he's going to navigate himself well in this race. I think he's going to stay out of trouble. I think he needs to stay out of trouble this year. He got off to such a good start and then just trailed off last year, right? It was it was a really good start for Kyle Busch. And then, then it was just sort of toast after that. So I think this is a good chance for him to start off well again. I think this is a good chance for him to get inside of the top eight at the final of this, he may even win this race. I don't know. You you picked him to win, and if he does that, then uh, then I think he's going to finish obviously inside of the top eight. So, yeah, I think uh, you know Kyle Busch better than eight and a half. I, I like that. I think I'll take that for the, my first underdog pick. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, again, I'm not looking to go a bunch of better thans, but I did pick him to win the race, like you mentioned. I think things line up well. We saw him win at Talladega last year. He was leading at the end of regulation. Uh, in the the Daytona race as well. This is his 19th start. Still hasn't won. You know, the, the one thing basically throughout all the series that he hasn't won at this point um, is that Daytona 500. So Chris did mention, uh, can't see underdog tabs in Tennessee, um, but will they add more drivers? He saw they had a few when he was in Kentucky today. <sighs> For our Tennessee listeners out there, I know we have a few. We're trying to figure out what the deal is. It, it sounds like there's potentially some type of gaming issue. Um, so we're trying to get like a solid answer, but I don't, you might have to drive to Kentucky and, and get your underdog plays in for NASCAR. So we've got to, we've got stuff out to them and hopefully we'll have better answers for you soon. Which and then as far as which depending oh, on, on where you're at in, uh, in Tennessee, Kentucky's like right across the street. So, right. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully you're right on the border there or one of the other States where you can jump over there. Uh, as far as adding more drivers, likely there will be more, uh, drivers. They, they don't usually add like the whole field, but there's usually a good chunk of you know, 12 to 15 guys by the end of the day, uh, by the time we get to Sunday. So I don't know how things will move with you know, qualifying is tomorrow night already. Um, the duels then, I don't know how they'll move stuff around. I would assume they'll add Xfinity and trucks as well later in the week, which is always fun. So, uh, of course, you can jump in the Discord um, and we'll have probably some plays on that. If, if you want them, definitely ask and we'll, uh, we'll give those out. Indeed. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next play. Cody, who do you have next? Yeah, next up for me, I'm going to keep in uh, in my trend of worse than finishes. Uh, Ryan Blaney, worse than 6.5. Look, Ryan Blaney's a favorite to win this race, Rod. Uh, and for good reason. He's really good at super speedways. Uh, he's really good at Daytona. He's really good at Talladega. He's, he's good everywhere super speedways come into play. Um, but, you know, even looking at this list, right, you, you go back since 2001, he comes in 12th on the list of average finish. Uh, and by the way, Jamie McMurray is actually at the top of the list with only one start. So, but his average finish is even 8.0 and that's the best average finish. Again, people are getting caught up in these wrecks. So Bubba Wallace then checks in at 10.7, but I go down to 12 to find Blaney. It's at 15.7. Um, so, you know, he's, he's had up and down results. Uh, you go back to August and he finished 36. So that didn't help a lot last year in the 500. He did finish an eighth, but still that's worse than sixth. Uh, you go back to 22, he finished 15th in the fall, fourth in the Daytona 500. So he did have, uh, you know, he did have that good finish there that would have been under or better than this. Um, and he did win here in August of 21, but then you go back before that, he was 30th. Uh, and it's kind of, it's up and down results. But basically the thing that we're, we're looking for here is, you know, are, are they 
just the chances of being in the top six at the end of this, it's it's just not good. You're playing the odds, basically. Is you know he's one of the better drivers. You expect him to be up there. You expect him to be solid throughout the day. You expect him to be fast. But is he going to get through the big one? Is he going to avoid the damage? Is he going to be there at the end and be able to hold on? You know, for for a top six finish, basically. So you're taking him, you know, worse than six point five. I'm going to play the odds that he probably doesn't because so many people get caught up in the wrecks. It's so hard to be there at the end. You know, we're going to have guys like AJ Allmendinger, Corey LaJoy filling out our top fives for us. David Reagan squeezing up there, getting a good finish. So I think Blaney will have a solid car all day. I think he'll be in the mix. He's definitely a, alive to win this race for sure. But again, playing the odds of he's one of the smallest numbers on the board as far as a finishing position. And so it's like, okay, if you can get him at you know only 6.5, there's a better chance he finishes worse than that just because of the law of averages and how these super speedway races work. So I'm going to keep going with that as my theme and take Blaney worse than 6.5. So you want to talk about having a very high number when it comes to finishing position. This next guy, and this is name recognition. They're trying to get you on name recognition. I'm telling you right off the bat, this is this is exactly why William Byron is set at 7.5 right now because people are going to see William Byron and the most average fans are going to go, of course he's going to finish inside of the top seven. He's William Byron. He's a good driver. He won a bunch of races last year. I know because I saw him all the time. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if you scroll down to the list of driver averages, just like Cody was saying, scroll down underneath Kyle Larson. We just spent a ton of time telling you to fade. William Byron's That's average far finish. On the list. <laughs> Seriously, William Byron's average finish at Daytona, 29 Point five, just an atrocious number for him there. Now I will say he did well. He's even won a race before. That's what I'm saying, and he <laughs> won a fall race here. He won a fall race here. He finished eighth in the fall race last year. He finished second in the fall race of 2019. But outside of that, let me list his finishes off. You ready? 23rd is rookie year. His first start on the 23rd, 32nd, 21st, second, 40th, first. <laughs> Last of first, uh, 26, 37, 38, 34, 34, 8. Out of those, only two of those numbers have been above 7, and neither one of those came inside the Daytona 500. Just an atrocious, atrocious job on the Daytona 500 for one of the best drivers in the sport right now. This just goes to show that it doesn't matter how good you are on a lot of tracks. Daytona will kick your ass if you let it, and he lets it more often than he doesn't. 2023 uh, Daytona speed rankings. Look, he was the ninth. He ranked ninth in total speed rankings. Thanks to our buddies over there at iFantasy Race. So he was a fast car, but unfortunately the finish was not there for him. And not just that, but look, you could be, and he wasn't even inside the top seven fastest cars in total speed rankings. So that even tells you that as fast as he was, he still wasn't going to crack the top seven of that race. So um, again, this is just a matter of, you get wrecked out, you get wrecked out. It doesn't matter if it's on lap one or if it's on lap two, uh, not 199 and a half. Like, if you don't cross the finish line in the position that you're supposed to cross the finish line in, you're not going to get the position. And so, for William Byron, he's been a victim of that, and he's been a victim of that more often than I think he's wanting to be, right? He's DNF'd seven of his 12 starts. He doesn't even finish this, the races that he starts on this track in general. That's not Daytona 500. That's all throughout Daytona. He's wrecked out of 7 of 12. That means he's only finished 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, five races uh, of the total 12 that he started. So um, I don't like his odds. I don't like the chances of him finishing this race even and definitely don't like it inside of the top seven. So give me William Byron worse than seven and a half points finish. Oh, this feels like such a, such a negative show, Rod. I don't like this part. I'm driving it to the ground. The <laughs> This is the way, uh, again, like like you pointed out there, right? William Byron, he's a big name in the sport, and so they don't want to put his number too low. And he has won here before, even, and he's capable of winning. And if you want to bet him to win or or you like his top five number, his top Chevy number, it's not that those are bad bets because he very well could do it. But just based on how these races go, how things pan out in a general sense, the the worst then is, is the way to lean on these. I'm probably going to fire off multiple, you know, five, you know, Mac five is the max. I think on the picks you can do, I'm probably going to have multiple just unders across the board. When they add Xfinity and trucks, I'll throw a couple from each in there. And it'll almost be like building some DFS lineups where you're just throwing darts and 
you know, hey, you're going to play the average of maybe all these guys get caught up in the same wreck and and this will cash for you. So I, I think that that's, that's the way to attack it. It's sad but true. One wreck, man. We've seen it happen so many times. One wreck can just take out everybody you ever wanted to, to do it's gonna, well. It's going to happen. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not especially if. Daniel, it's especially when. if Daniel Hemrick's in the race. He'll wipe all, you know, he'll have the top, top four guys in the race. And he'll take them all out. So it happens. You said his name. I didn't even. I, get, know I didn't even get to reach for the. A, it was in a negative connotation, and I wanted to make sure people know that he's hated. I was going to say I didn't even get a chance to reach for the bleep button. You just jumped out and that said was, it. That was my one time this year. I'll say that. That means we're doing business today. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go to our last pick then, shall we? What what do you got for the the next one? Yeah, well, this might be really shocking to everyone listening, but uh, another worse than for me. I'm going going for the sweep across the board, and this one's Chris Busher. Uh, it's listed at seven. Again, you think of RFK, you think of Chris Busher, you think of Brad Keselowski, even David Reagan, who we talked about yesterday on the betting episode. RFK is going to be a strong team. Ford has been, you know, very strong recently. Now they've got a new body, and there's questions about that, but they're going to show up. They're going to be good, right? We know how good. Um, we know how good Chris Busher can be, right? Of course, on the super speedways, he's won some recently. But again, you go down and, and you look at that average finish uh, that I just lost at some point in time. Twenty, he's 29th on the. So again, just it's he's way buried down here. 19.8 is his average finish. Um, and again, this is another driver that includes a win. He won the last time we were here at this track. Um, and you know, looking at last year, it is tough because he did finish fourth in the 500 and he did win this race. But before that, 27th and 16th, before that, 40th and 31st, before that, he did have a ninth and a third. So, you know, he's got some more consent, but before that, you know, 17th, 37th, and you got a fifth back in there. Again, it's just, you're playing the, the law of averages here. It's another very low number at seven. Um, and, and so I think that you just got to lean to the other side. And if you look at the fact that he's been in the top four the last two times here, what are the what are the odds, Rod, that he's actually going to do it a third time? And maybe he does, and maybe that's something we need to look at going forward then if he's going to continue to be that good. But I'm going to play the odds of these guys are going to get caught up in wrecks. You know, the top, it's, it's so much different from a regular race. I just can't stretch that enough. You know, the top seven at a regular race, there's a group of, you know, seven to 12 people you can put that these are probably going to be the top seven. You're not likely to have many upsets inside of the top seven, but at a track like this, that top seven can be Corey LaJoy and AJ Allmendinger and BJ McLeod and David Reagan and Riley Her. I mean, those guys can easily fill this up um, and, and knock out a guy like Chris Busher up here. So Chris Busher, worse than 7.0. Uh, Chris coming in here with uh, Voldemort will finish higher than Corey. What's up with everybody hating on Corey LaJoy this week? Gosh, guys, uh, new season, new Cody. Get that hate out of your for DH, uh, Dos Flacos says. Uh, this is for everyone hating on Corey LaJoy. Look at that. How do you? How can you hate on a beautiful man like that? I wish you'd bring the long hair back. It looked nice, but that's all right. And have you seen the Chili's car rod? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. my God. That's going to look so good. That is going to be front and center of this collection over here uh when that wins the daytona 500 i am going to go to chili's and actually uh partake in some chili's just because of that car i don't know where the clothes i don't i don't know we might have a chili's in town but see this is why advertising works because i'm going to look and see if there's a chili's now otherwise i'm going to drive to omaha and go to chili's just to support Corey lajoy <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it uh, uh all right well then for my next one i'm going to take another popular name and i'm going to dump on him uh no i'm just kidding i'm going to take uh, denny hamlin his number is set at seven. I'm going to take worse than that. I know. I know he's Denny Hamlin. I know everybody loves him. I know he's a media darling. I know he is a fantastical uh, race car driver that can win anywhere. I know that he's won on this track three times. I know that he's a two-time Daytona 500, three-time Daytona 500 champion. But what have you done for me lately, Denny? Well, what have you done lately? You have got a 13th place finish in the fall. 37th place finish in the 2022 Daytona 500, a 25th place finish in the fall, a 17th place finish last year in the 500, and a 26th place finish in the fall race of that one as well. Look, for all that it's great, his average finish on this track at all in his career in his 36 starts is 17th place. Just not getting it done. That's, that's I don't, like again, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math. 
okay? This is why we're doing the show, so I can show you how good I am. Not good I am at math. But 17 is definitely worse than 7. And for for Denny Hamlin, we're going to say it, and we, we see it every every season, every year, every, every plate track, every uh, drafting track, whatever you want to call it nowadays. He senses danger, right? He, his spidey senses are tingling. He's always feeling the draft. He's always feeling the energy, and he's he'll duck out if anything starts to go wrong. Okay, and that works for him more often than not being able to duck out and stay out of trouble. More often now than lately, it, he ducks out, but he never gets back in. He never gets back into things. He never finds his way back into the mix to win. He's always ending up in that mid-pack or, you know, again, he, he hasn't really crashed out of too many. of these. He's only got five DNFs total in his career on Daytona. So, again, he senses trouble and he ducks out of it. But sometimes when you duck out of trouble, you just find yourself mired in with the people that, well, one, they may not want to work with you because they, they're trying to beat you. Right, these guys don't like to see you in the front every single week, and so if they see you back with them, you don't have a lot of allies in the middle of the pack. If you're a Denny Hamlin, right? Uh, unless, of course, you're around your 2311 folks, or maybe a couple of Gibbs guys fall to the back with you. But by and large, you're out there all alone, and and so you got to find your way back up to the front. Over the last couple of seasons, he hasn't found his way back up toward the front high enough to finish better than this seventh place finish. So. Again, it's another big name. It's another name where you think to yourself, oh, yeah, Denny Hamlin for sure has to finish better than seventh, right? Well, no, not necessarily because he hasn't done it lately. Uh, driver averages, when we talk about the last, what was it, since uh, the the races that go back to 20, 2021, Denny Hamlin I, has an average finish of 20.5. You could have set that number so much higher, and I would have thought he's, he's what, 34th on the list? Mm-hmm. I mean... You could have set that number at ten, and I would have said he's higher than that on the list. That's it's again. That's the difference in the perception. He's since they switched to this new car, he's not been as good at tracks like Daytona as as he has been in the past. And again, that just it goes so much more to that point. I, I can't ever home the point of there's only so many spots up there, and more so than on a regular week, it's open to the entire field to fill those spots. So unders are the way to go. Yep, definitely got to go worse thans on these ones as well. Uh, All right, well, Cody, I will uh, go through and and relist to everybody what our picks are, and then uh, then we'll just go ahead and send them on their way because uh, we want you to hurry up and get this. And, of course, if if you have not yet signed up for Underdog, please do so and use the code RACESGPN. I'll tell you right now, I wish that that code would have been available for me when I signed up because uh, I did get my match. But uh, I'm telling you right now that hundred that hundred dollar match is it's phenomenal. You have hey, wife, bucks. girlfriend, do they have a phone. Valentine's uh, Day is right around the corner. The, yes, look what I got you for Valentine's Day, honey. You put in a hundred dollars and you already have two hundred dollars. It's it's like magic, basically. Um, so yes, get get your wife, girlfriend, get on get on there, create them an account. Again, send us screenshots of you using the code. And uh, we're gonna hook some people up when when we take down this contest. Or husband, listen, we know we got some uh, yes. some lovely ladies that listen to this as well. Some, absolutely, some, make sure uh, he's yeah. signed up. Whoever you got, kids that are well, they probably old should enough. be old enough. But if they're old enough, sign them up. Grab your mom and grandma. They don't know how to use their phone. When you see them, you know, go take them some flowers for Valentine's Day. Hey, mom, let me do some on your phone. Get her signed up for Underdog. It'll be beautiful. Yep. Deposit that hundred bucks from your account, whatever. I yeah, yeah maybe don't use mom's account, but <laughs> or if you got it like that, have it like that. I don't know. She's don't good know. with it. Whatever works. I don't know your life. You can do what you want to do. Uh, all right, let's go over the picks one more time. Cody, to already starting off with the cardinal rule of uh, super speedways, fading Kyle Larson, giving him a worse than eight and a half place finish. I said that Kyle Busch would finish better than eight and a half. Cody said that Ryan Blaney would finish worse than sixth and a half. And I said William Byron would finish worse than seven and a half. Cody said Chris Buescher would finish worse than seventh place. And I said Denny Hamlin would also finish worse than seventh place. Who are we putting in the top seven? You got to listen to yesterday's show and find out if you uh, did not already. They will give you some top fives and some top three picks. But uh, for the most part, all these guys... We're not, we're not, other than Kyle Busch, we don't think they're going to finish inside of the top seven. So sorry about that, guys. We'll, uh, we'll catch you on the, on the Phoenix side of things. <laughs> Love it. So, uh, all right. Well, Cody, 
I think that's about it. That's all I got. If that's all you got, that's it. They did just uh, announce the qualifying work tomorrow. Tomorrow night we've oh got qualifying God. already. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, Oof. Wednesday evening, qualifying order is announced for the single car qualifying. Um, I posted that over in the Discord if you if you want to see that. Uh, basically, top 20 in owner points last year, or the last 20 to go out, um, you know, in their random order, and then the rest get the first 20. So, uh, yeah, <sighs> love it. Those Flacos with the cheers, cheers, those Flacos. Great show from Preston. Appreciate Thanks, Preston. it, Preston. Thank you much. Uh, back tomorrow with more picks. Oh, we get more picks. I love it. Xfinity series already got some guys circled. Go place your Ryan Sieg bets now. Uh, then we'll be back with hopefully truck series on Thursday already. Oh, then it's going to be racing time. We're going to have some DFS on Friday. Make sure you come back, join us for the rest of the week and uh, the rest of the season. Indeed. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Cody, as we show everybody the, the door politely, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yes, follow me on the X at Husker underscore Zeb. Rod, I'm 13 followers away from 1,000. I feel like that's kind of like a huge number to hit. So go over to the X. Give me a follow. Help me get to the 1,000 number. I'd appreciate it. Follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Um, everything you do right now helps out so much. Comment on these YouTube videos like you have been. We appreciate it. Um, you know, Leave us a review. Even if you've left us a review on Apple in the past, go in there. You can refresh your review. Write a new one, basically. Pops us back to the top of the list. That'll all help us keep going. We can keep having these fun competitions, these fun uh, fun things, giving out free money and stuff. And uh, again, we've got the Fantasy League, all that stuff. Hit me up in the Discord. I'll get you get you hooked up with all that stuff if you're wanting to get in. And sir, all the links to all the pertinent stuff are actually in the YouTube right there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Discord, all that good stuff if you're watching. If not, then get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. We'll put it all in there for you as well. Follow me on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review. Going to have a Daytona 500 article for that. And then, of course, the back road, me, Seth, Elliot, going to be hanging out, talking Daytona 500 on Friday. So, in the meantime, and in between time, we'll see you tomorrow with some Xfinity odds. Till then, let's go racing and let it ride.